Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today in the show, I've got the alto and tenor saxophonist, Miss Saxy Cass. Uh, she She's an artist. She likes to hula hoop. Um, she makes jewelry. Um, she is, uh, she's multifaceted. Uh, she's been playing uh, out publicly uh, under the name Saxy Cass for a decade or so. Been a while, um, so I'm excited to talk to her about her artistry, her passions, and why she does what she does. So, Cass, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. How's it going? It's well. Uh, it's a productive day. Um, how's how are you, how's your day going? How, what did you do today? Good timing. This is how my day is going right now. Mm. Actually, pretty good. Good. Um, I like my job a lot. So oh, that's good. What do you do? I'm a purchasing manager and a warehouse manager. Oh, I see. Well, that's good. It's yeah. A, it's a I, the ideal situation to uh, cherish your position. Oh yeah. Then I like everybody I work with. So mm. you know, it's good. not like oh I don't like that guy. Yeah, for or whatever, sure. But <laughs> a lot of the people that work there are in the music business too, so it's kind of funny. Oh, that's good. That then that's a lot to relate on. People know yeah. people can speak your language. Yeah. And they're all really nice, so Good. Yeah, I like my job a lot too. I am a dishwasher at Company Brewing right nice. down the street. And I love my coworkers. We're a real fun kitchen. I bet I worked at uh, Toppers once. Um, that was my uh, pizza that was my pizza in college that I would get when I was drunk. <laughs> like late at night. Yeah, I I haven't worked there in about six years. Mm. One time, uh, my buddy and I, uh, we we were really like really drunk, and we got back to my place at like two a.m. and he ordered toppers, um, and he it was like a forty-five minute wait. They said, uh, but both me and him fell asleep, and then. Uh, we woke up and we're like, I woke up and uh, there was no pizza. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, did you, I, I was, yeah, I was like, dude, did you get the, like, where's the pizza? And he's like, yeah, he was like, shit, dude. Oh my God. I passed out. I'm like, dude, they like literally already charged you. Didn't, didn't you like you ordered the pizza and like that, they had they had to have like, and it, he looked at they his phone. They it down. They probably just got like a medium or something. Yeah. Well, they uh, they he like looked at his phone. He had all these missed calls, <laughs> presumably oh. from the delivery guy. <laughs> they missed it. We were. I was so salty. We were like really, we were really sad. But <coughs> that was um, that was why. Um, so what we talk about a Mister Nice Guy? We talk love and fear, passion and creativity. Um, we have been. Uh, Connected on Facebook for some time. Mm -hmm. uh, we've, uh, you know, um, been following your podcast for a while. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've been following your page for a while. Uh, I try to put more on it. <laughs> uh -huh. um, yeah, we've we've exchanged in the last uh, couple months, and uh, I've really appreciated, you know, your support of me. Uh, you've, you seemed 
He seemed like a really sweet and genuine and kind person. So I'm like, gotta have you on the show. That's my MO. What's that? That's my MO. There you go. Um, And I, yeah, I was just looking forward to like actually sitting and getting to know you better. Um, So, uh, yeah, and then you came here just now and you're like, oh my god. Brian Worch. I know Brian Worch. <laughs> like, yeah, he's my landlord and my next-door neighbor. <laughs> um, you played all in one of his bands. All the and all the times I'd go over there, and, and I played uh, at the Circle A a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Circle Yeah, a. the band with Brian was a lot of fun. <laughs> he's a... The, the Bowie tribute band and, and the Brian Worch band, because mm-hmm. I was working with him with that, too. And um, he brought me uh, under his wing, per se, yeah. for a while, um, when we had uh, officially met over six years ago at uh, Summerfest area. Nice. He's a very lovable guy. Yes. Uh, very, very... He is. He's a very decent landlord. He's, uh, he, he's he, so much fun on stage. Yeah. I gotta see his band still. He's been, he's been oh, like, sending... Yeah. He's been, like, sending... I feel bad because he always sends me, like, his shows, like, when his band's playing and, like... He literally played Circle A a couple weeks ago and I couldn't make it because I work Saturdays. But, um... um I want to see him. I, I want to see him, too. I've been in a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, the chillest landlord. Um, there'll be times I lock myself out of the house at, like, 11 at night... <laughs> midnight and I'll be like my my roommate will already like be asleep and she like keeps her phone on silent but then I'll like knock on Brian's door and be like I locked myself out again and yeah and he'll be like oh let me just grab a key for you uh (laughs) he's like always up really late too um yeah (laughs) I um (laughs) I went to my first show at Circle A a couple weeks ago yeah Uh, I got to see the Gravelers nice it was a it was a wild show. I didn't get to stay for the whole time, but uh, it was... Man, I was, like, claustrophobic as fuck. <laughs> Last time I was there, I saw Paulette. Okay. And I saw Twilight Jean. Nice. How was it? It was wonderful. Good. I always love watching them play, especially Twilight. I love her work. Mm-hmm. So. That's awesome. Yeah, living in Waukesha kind of makes it a little difficult to yeah. get around down here, but yeah. um, this is a. Uh, I used to be down here all the time, so it's kind of funny that I'm being interviewed. Next door to where I used to play saxophone all the time. You're right. Well, all the time. Comes full circle, right? <laughs> Ooh, and the saxophone's sitting right next to me, and I could just be like, knock on Brian's door, hey, Brian, what you doing tonight? Yeah. Be like, what? Yeah, that's funny. You gotta tell me you're coming over. That's funny. I'll definitely tag him in this. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's gonna get tagged. Yeah. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. I, I uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I have to, I'm gonna be paying oh, him rent right after this. So, um, as I remembered, as we started talking about, him, yeah. <laughs> I haven't had hams in a while, so we'll see how this goes. What do you like to drink? I like to drink. Um, it's a Lindmans. Okay. Uh, German ale. That. It's a Framboise. Okay. I don't even know if I'm saying it right now, but we'll look into it's, it. a, it's a raspberry German ale. Oh, it's really good. That sounds really good, actually. Yeah, Damn. I like drinking that. Nice. Or um, sometimes I like Bacardi and lemonade, or not very often. I, I don't drink very often. So. Well, uh, Beers are a rare occasion. Well, I'm happy I can be your occasion. 
Um, yeah, I mostly like drink. And like memories. I mostly drink this stuff um, because I'm. I mean, I'm a low income. Uh, it takes me back to the whammy bar, people. The whammy bar. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I picked this up from River West Sunrise pretty much oh, every week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I drink pretty much anything. Like all through college, I was drinking Miller Lite. You know, when I'm going to a bar. Uh, I enjoy my Spotted Cow. I enjoy River West Stein. I, I like I like I, I'm not I'm not like a beer snob, but I just usually drink hams because it's so cheap. Um, hams but is not that bad. No, no. I like using hams with uh, cheddar beer soup. Oh, that sounds you good. Use hams with that. That sounds it's nice really and light. good. It's nice and light. It's not too dark. You don't want something that's too dark. The first I either use like Blue Moon or Hands. First time I ever had Such beer cheese soup was uh, from Herbert and Gerbert's, the sub sandwich shop. I still have never been there. It's okay. I don't know. I like. It's just a Sammy shop. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like a commercial like Sammy shop. Pretty much. Like, oh, here's a sandwich. I always I live <laughs> Here, by. Here, make a sandwich. Yeah. And there you go. Yes, sandwich. <laughs> oh, there was this one place in Racine I used to go to all the time. It's off of Durand uh, when I worked at AutoZone. AutoZone? <laughs> AutoZone. Oh my god. I told you I was good at impressions. <laughs> um, but yeah. they, um, I, d I stopped using mayonnaise for a while and they always had like dressings and stuff and would make my sandwiches with dressing. Interesting. How yeah. it, is that? I stopped like. With mayonnaise and Miracle Whip and everything, I kind of didn't like the taste, so... I've never been a mayo using, guy myself, uh, yeah. Started using salad dressing on all my sandwiches. <laughs> How is that? Pretty good. Is it? Interesting. I never really was a mayo guy myself, unless it's, uh... I, I, I grow, I've grown really fond of this uh, sriracha mayo that um, you can find in the uh, Asian food section of the grocery store. Um... I started putting that on like my pasta, my sandwiches, like everything. Mm. But if just straight, like plain mayo, I don't really like it that much. Yeah, that's why I started with the the salad dressing. Yeah, yeah. It's like this tastes better. There you go. Hey, whatever works. You know, everyone's yeah. got their food quirks. So um, we could talk about food and beer and all that all day. But I'm ADD. <laughs> I'm not any of those things. But that's okay. I have. I dart between subjects. It's okay. I have uh, OCD, so I'm an anxious wreck a lot of the time. Well, you look relaxed right now. Thank you. This helps. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess to start, uh, music. Talking about your music. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess like, I'd love to hear a little bit about the first time you picked up a saxophone. I was uh, 10. You're 10. And how old do you know? 33. 33. Wow, so 23 years ago. Yep. Yep. That's how old I am. <laughs> what, 33? You're 23. 23. Oh. <laughs> I'll, be t I'll be 24 in a month, but. Ooh. Yeah, but damn, it's, it's quite a long time yeah. ago. So you picked up a saxophone the year I was born. Saxophone. It was 96. It was what? School saxophone. Sure. You know, rental or school rental. Which kind of sax was it? I believe it was a con. 
it was it was over a hundred years old at this point. Wow. It would be. I remember uh, what it looked like, and with the saxophones I have now, I know that it's uh, older. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't get to keep it, obviously. You know, stay with the grade school. Yeah. Uh, then my parents rented when they moved, nice. and I went to a different grade school. So. Sure. So then they just kind of kept renting from uh, Pacetti's in Kenosha. Nice. Because that's my stopping grounds yeah. is Paddock Lake. Oh, okay. Yep. Right, did you go to Westosha? <laughs> I went to Westosha Central. Westosha. Yeah. Westosha Central, west sure. of Kenosha. Kenosha. Yeah, Kenosha. <laughs> yeah. We live over there inside them cornfields. Oh yeah, you go to Carthage College, eh? Oh, my <laughs> sister went to Carthage College. I went to Gateway. Oh, uh, I went to you <laughs> They're like, Wisconsin, oh no, Milwaukee. they're gonna start youpering. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I'm originally from the Chicago area, so that's on my way home. I was born know. in Illinois. Which town? I was <laughs> born in Waukegan. Oh, okay, north side. Yep. I'm from the south side, um, the Tinley Park area. Ah, okay. I know where that's at. Mm -hmm. I think my mom works over in that area. Oh, word. Okay. I think. Sure. Mom, help us out. Wait, do you work over there? Let us Probably. know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess so. Like you started playing when you were young. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess how would that uh, eventually kind of evolve into, um, like, I guess like what about the saxophone did you connect with? You feel? Well, I felt like um, I liked it more than the um, tried like the Indian flute, like the wooden carved flute. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a recorder. It was like a flute. And I tried like the little keyboards and stuff, you know, the little play keyboards and the xylophone stuff. And I always like attracted myself to the saxophone, hearing it on records. I keep looking at your records and your record player. <laughs> That's actually, those are I'm my like, roommates actually. Oh, well, tell her, <laughs> tell her. Awesome. My room. What great is congrats. I'll show you my records that. after this third. Yeah, records. So. All the records and the David Bowie, especially that's a big reason I joined that Bowie tribute band. Um, and of course, you know, there's Foreigner and, and Pink Floyd and Stan Getz and stuff. Mm -hmm. My parents would, you know, submerse us in all sorts of music. But I just really uh, attached to the saxophone, and it was really rough the first couple of years learning. You know, literally cutting your teeth on it. Yeah. <laughs> Or cutting your lip, one right. or the other. <laughs> With the reed. <laughs> yeah, and I had uh, braces for two and a half, three years. So, and I played saxophone throughout. So that was a lot of, a lot of uh, new changes. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, so I just kind of kept going and played at a soul and ensemble contests and stuff at district and state. Nice. And wanted to keep playing. Just saw my high school band teacher play at Friday Night Live uh, this summer. <laughs> it was, I was walking down, busking, because I'm a street performer. Yeah. And so I'm just walking down the road with my gear and my saxophone. I'm walking down and I hear this band play. I was like, man, those horns sound hot. <laughs> I was like, they're sounding really good. I was like, that sounds like a familiar trombone player. Then I'm walking a little faster and I look over and I was like, it is, it's my band teacher. Oh, that's awesome. You know, um, do you feel that 
musicians, when they're playing their music, they have a certain sound. You know it's them when they're playing. Like, <clears throat> you, you can hear them. And you're like, oh, that's, that's that person. I know that's him. Not like, a, or her. And I'm going to go over there and check it out. Like, mm -hmm. I, I know that that's a person. And it was cool, because I was like, that was him. It was, yeah. it was uh, Plo. Nice. I, I feel like that would be uh, easier to, to read if you're a musician yourself. Um, yeah. Personally, I don't know if I would be able to tell unless like I heard like it's like if I hear uh, if I hear a band performing or if I hear like a particular singer, I'll be like, oh, I know that I know that voice, so I know that song, that sound, and then like. I'll go look and be like, oh yeah, it's them. But I guess like if yeah. it turns to be, if it's playing like an instrument, just individually, like, uh, I don't know if I could probably tell because I don't play yeah, it myself. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a really good point. Yeah, definitely. Really so, good point there. yeah. So uh, when did you become Saxy Cass? I chose the name when I was 14. 14? <laughs> Solid. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I chose when I was 14. I uh, I started learning uh, blues and jazz when I, in uh, 2000, 1999, 2000. Uh, I think uh, 13, 13. And I started really getting into it, like Stray Cats and, of course, you know, listening to Pink Floyd and everything all the time, you know, listening to whatever I could. They had saxophone, John Coltrane, and, you know, the list could go on for a while. <laughs> sure can. With yeah. some Jethro Tull and some Earth, Wind mm. and Fire and, and some Aretha and yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, there you <laughs> the, go. The, those things could come out and it's just, you know, hearing all those horn lines and also uh, listening to the Blues Brothers. Oh yeah. The record version. I didn't watch the actual movie version until later because my parents didn't want me to see the movie. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, I didn't watch it till later. So I was... Uh, loved uh, the soundtrack very much. Nice. Like there was a lot of soundtracks yeah. that I listened to. Yeah, is that what you start? Did you well, start as a street know, performer? Um, I I had been playing different stuff, you know, as much as I could indoors or outdoors, and I didn't care who heard it or didn't. Um, since I was about you know fourteen or fifteen, mm -hmm. um, when I first started, you know, we were just playing in band. You know, you're you're setting the band room and that's where you're playing, that's where you're being classically trained. So, you know, uh, living out in the country kind of made it more convenient. I could go outside and play. Neighbors didn't seem to mind it too much. Neither did the farm animals, they seemed to be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, as it progressed, I kept playing. Um, I, you know, it took up a lot of practice time. Um, you know, my parents know the dedication that it takes in all the practicing and stuff. Um, you know, as time went on with all the different stuff I was doing for, um, I was doing like a stage band and, you know, doing, you know, musicals and stuff and also doing, uh, you know, sets and doing stage uh, paint and stage makeup and stuff. I was doing a bunch of stuff at the same time as the saxophone. Mm -hmm. um, but really, the uh, the more I went out 
and and played and was able to just solo it out the more I enjoyed it and it was nice to get out there and and play so like 17 18 I was like out there playing uh outside of Summerfest like not every day like I I started doing you know towards my 20s and in and until today, mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't that progressive. Um, it was a lot of fun, though. I made sure that I uh, took up a lot of time uh, practicing and also uh, practicing my artwork, because mm -hmm. I'm an artist, too. So just kind of uh, wanted to do that as opposed to anything else. I actually played saxophone in middle school. I was a has started as a clarinetist. Okay. Yeah, and then I um, I uh, took lessons uh, playing. I my mom played alto saxophone, so she had nice. yeah, so she had a saxophone uh, in the house. So I prac I like was um, trained on that, uh, and then I played tenor in jazz band in school. Mm -hmm. I liked saxophone a lot. But I didn't stick with it beyond middle school. No. Sadly. No. I mean, didn't want to bring it into high school. No. Have I didn't like it. Things in mind. I was more concerned with fitting in. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah, want to practice wasn't, all the time. It uh, wasn't the thing I ever really did. Never really fit in. Which is a good thing. I guess. It, not at the like time. You don't embrace it. Mixed up the time, jigsaw yeah. puzzle piece that was discarded mm -hmm. for a while. Yeah. But, you know, that's when you can just, you, you find your own path and then people like it, cool, if people don't like it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Drink um, a beer, people. Yeah. Anything can happen now. Right. Um, Thanks for the pillows. Oh, you bet. I like pillows. Hey, you gotta stay pampered, you know? <laughs> Yeah, just like I, I dig pillows. Yeah, for sure I do too. I'm uh, I like to cozy up while I'm uh, editing episodes in my bed. You know. Yeah. You I have an obsessive amount of them. Yeah. Yeah, ten. Damn, that is uh, that's quite a uh, display you must have when your bed's made. No, it's not too bad. Once in the shape of a star, it's not really uh, big. Sure. How many do you actually use? Three, the most. Nice. The other ones are just like, you know, they're extras. I don't want to... Uh, I just don't put them away. They're yeah. that extra spot on the bed, okay? They're yeah. that... They're the, the, the literal body pillow over there, okay? Like, yeah. that's what they are over there. <laughs> that's how... And until something <laughs> moves all those, that's where they're staying. There you go. That's how I am with, uh, I'm with that with a lot of my blankets. I have like seven blankets, I want to say, but I only actually use like two of them. I have a lot of blankets and I don't use all of them. I only mostly just use my comforter, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, um, so you said that we were talking about, uh, um, just doing band and that kind of stuff, like, mm -hmm. helped, uh, sort of diminish some of that stage fright. So, um, yeah, as FaxiCast, yeah, like, I guess, how would you describe your, um, you know, as you began starting to play, like, you know, booked gigs and whatnot at, like, different places and stuff? 
like in town? Uh, really started manifesting more um, probably about 10 years ago. I, I was still playing out on the street all the time, even then, and uh, going to open jams and stuff like 11, 12 years ago. Because you know, I turned 21, and that's when you get to go and have the fun. Yeah. You can't be going all to the open jams and uh, gigs and stuff unless, you know, you got your parents with you. And, you know, it's not that my parents were against me playing saxophone, didn't want me to play out in the bars, but they probably just, you know, didn't want to go to the bars. I wouldn't want to be yeah. like, here, let me just bring my daughter to the bar all the time, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I hear that. <clears throat> but it's not, you know, I guess it's not like really that bad because there's a couple people that I know that are 20 that are amazing musicians that run shows right now. Mm-hmm. Totally. Talon. Yeah. Talon Noblex. He, he's out there 20 years old rocking it beyond all measure and I'm just like you're getting more gigs now than than I got way back when little guy. Yeah, <laughs> That's sure. really cool. He's super talented. So you know, I just kind of started working full-time. As soon as I graduated high school, I worked full-time, two jobs. I worked at Great Lakes Dragway for six years um, when, I was start- when I was in junior in high school and worked mm-hmm. there for about six years. And um, I was also made at the same time and went to school. So I would just kind of keep practicing, um, play out when I could. Kind of like, you know, now, but now I'm really pressing the music, too, so it's yeah. kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah. When do you start playing, like, so I know you said you had some, uh, some uh, you have some original compositions that you have not yet posted. Um, so, so people have seen them live. People have seen them live. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, people have seen them live, and if they record it live, then more people can hear it, but there if no people don't record it, they're not gonna get to hear it because mm-hmm. I don't have a bunch of recording equipment. Yeah, which that's really cool, and we'll talk about later. Yes, <laughs> that's a hint. Okay, that's, we're foreshadowing here. Foreshadowing the Nikon. Yeah. Microphone thing about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When it's did got you... a nice stand there. Thank you. I used to have a tripod, but it broke. Oh. So I use a makeshift one. It's the, okay. It's a, it's really good. It with is, the lighter, the lighter under the lens. I wasn't trying to call it out. I was just saying, hey, it looks it really balances. good. It balances it out really well. Yeah. Thank you. So. Thank you. I've been writing my own lyrics for a long time. Well over, well over 18, 20 years. I just never, I never shared it with anyone. And uh, this year I wanted to uh, kind of break that fear of showing anyone or having any of my poetry or or lyrics out there in deep fear that people learn more about me. Not that it's all bad, not that it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of like really personal and I never shared it with my family. I never shared it with any of my friends or any of my exes or anybody nobody not till not till january of this year did i uh start really coming out with uh with my originals and i have notebooks full of stuff and i haven't uh 
I wanted to embellish more on it. I've been really doing well with it. People really have liked it so far. Um, it's been a nerve-wracking experience because mm -hmm. I'm just a saxophone player and I do all of my solos and stuff with the saxophone. People love the saxophone. I love playing the saxophone. It's so much fun. Um, but I've been singing for a long time and not a lot of people knew yeah. that I've been singing. Good for you, so, Good for you. That's beautiful. It's been really, uh, really nice to um, show that other side that um, that I've been hiding for such a long time. Yeah. You know, I'd go to karaoke or I'd sing here and there or whatever, but I'd never showed anybody the um, the lyrics, mm -hmm. the words, the you know. It's all about uh, a lot of my lyrics are about a path. A journey, chapters, mm -hmm. um, visions, nature kind of stuff. Um, obviously, sometimes it has some broken pieces of me in it. Um, <laughs> or sometimes healed, mostly broken. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of dark, but I have a lot of light. Um, really, it goes back and forth. Twists and turns, mm -hmm. like, the, like the twists and turns in my life. Yeah, totally. You know, really real, and some people like the realism in my lyrics, and some people are like, well, it's okay, but it, did that really happen? Yes, it did. You know, there's a lot of things to write about when you go through a lot of stuff. And when you go through a lot of stuff, you have, uh, it's material, it's material, for sure. I know that there are many musicians, thousands of musicians out there that use their life experiences as material. A lot of my saxophone playing, a lot of my material playing saxophone or playing an instrument um, came from uh, raw emotion with uh, my solos or trying to make my own horn lines and stuff during shows. Yeah. My solo shows that have been seeming to just bloom, which is great. There you go. The artisan has been great. That's wonderful. Artisan 179. Hockey. Oh yeah, you're playing there this Friday. Aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm playing there this Friday and Saturday. Very exciting. Seven p.m. to ten, ten thirty. Where is that? It's a, uh, it's off of uh, one seventy nine Wisconsin in Pewaukee. So it's oh, right. Uh, there's the beach and across the street. There's Artisan one seventy nine, the Chocolate Factory. That's okay. right there. I've never really been in Pewaukee. Um. I started adventuring on Pewaukee when I moved to Waukesha because mm -hmm. it was like, okay, well this is really close, how about I go and check it out for the first time. Yeah. And I started playing a lot more with Robert Allen Jr. when it became, after the, about the, the first through the sixth of the year, I was asking Robert, hey, I'd really like to get out and play some music, I've been going through a lot of stuff, I went through a really bad breakup and a move. So I was like, well, I really need to go out, get out there and play. Even though I was doing school, mm -hmm. I wanted to go out and play. And Robert, you know, he brought me in on so many gigs and Good. had me play and had me play at all these places I hadn't played before and that I had always wanted to play at. And he had, you know, he had brought me there. And he, you know, he was like, let's go to the Whammies together. And we went to the Whammies and, and we played at State Fair and we, saw Hart together because he scored extra tickets from somebody on last chance. Nice. He's been such a great friend. Good. Shout out to Robert. Yeah, shout out to Robert.
he's been a big part of um, me um, really blossoming the way I have because he's been, you know, a, a, amongst a, a lot of other people. Um, my friend Joe Puri plays the bass. He's my bass player for the sax cast nice. band. Um, Who else is in your band? Um, I've got Sonny and Kurt. Okay. Shout out to Sonny and Kurt. Yeah. And Joe. Joe. Sexy Cast and the bandmates. Awesome. Yeah. What do you... It's kind of like I'll, I'll still uh, bring in like special special guests and stuff just because um, of everything with the... I, I want to play different genres. I want to play all sorts of different genres. So I don't want to expect a, a drummer or a guitar player like, hey, you have to learn this or you have to learn this or you have to learn jazz. Like, I need you to learn that. This guy's like, I'm, I'm not that. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm over, I'm over here in the metal district. Yeah, right. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm open to uh, doing special guests with the saxy cast stuff because I do so many different genres and not just with the saxophone but vocally. Um, it's been a lot of fun nice. learning different things, and uh, my bass player has been really uh, supportive. Good, awesome. Help me move a couch in my house. I didn't have a couch oh, for like two, yeah. three months. Two, three months, I didn't have a yeah. couch. My HR manager was like, I'm getting rid of a couch. You want it? I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's been since December, dude. Yeah. Get this couch in my house. All my friends come over. I'd be setting up chairs. Like, here's a couple dining room chairs. Here's a couple stools. And I got my recliner. Guess who's getting the recliner? Yeah. yeah. You need that. Mine. You need that couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got the couch. It's only a two-person couch, but hey, you can fit three people. Yeah, you, you can. You can fit four if you're really. So it's kind of like a sassy. love seat. It's like a love seat. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Nice. My roommate's cool with it. There you go. Yeah. Nice. I went. I got a roommate in August. Roommate's really cool. Just like your roommate's really cool. Yeah. Uh, cool hey, roommates. Shout out roommates. Yeah. yeah. Roommates are dope. Shout out to good roommates. They make me yeah. feel less lonely uh, in the immediacy yeah. of the situation, you know? I totally understand that because I was like, man, this sucks. But then I'm not home really much anyways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Both of us are so busy. Both of us are in the music industry working yeah. really hard. So. Sure. Totally. So the sassy cast bent, so I imagine you're playing like, are you playing like covers and originals? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Usually with the artisan, I, I pick a bunch of um, blues, jazz, funk uh, backing tracks that don't have uh, royalties on them. So I could play my originals because you know, I didn't. I don't know how to play the bass yet. All right. I want to be Cassandra like Wayne's World. Okay. I really want to. <laughs> really want to be Cassandra. Yeah. Because my name's Cassandra. Okay. Cause, um. You know, or, or at least like play. Learn to play better rhythms and stuff. Um, I know how to how to make some rhythms and, and whatnot, but there's so much more for me to learn about stringed instruments and and uh, there's I feel like that's a a big path. It's mm -hmm. like either I want to learn piano or I want to learn a stringed instrument. I have ukulele at my house and I don't know how to play it. <laughs> yeah, I inherited the ukulele. Nice. Mm. And I have a melodica. I know how to play that too. Okay, that's good. There yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah, a little piano flute. Nice. Okay. Got a, a a pan flute as well. Oh hell yeah! I've got some a uh, bunch of different instruments. It's pretty unique. I was kind of uh, keeping that. It's kind of keeping that under the hat. 
<laughs> I like your hat a lot, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. It's very I I um, volunteered at a chili cook-off for the VFW in Oak Creek, and um, uh, Party Girls Pinups. They're like a volunteer uh, pinup place. Like they they do pinup shows, like the pinup models. And they do it, you know, for the veterans or toys for tots or whatever. And uh, I did this big chili cook-off, and they were there. And there was a lot of people, but we all got to hang out and get to know each other. Nice. And one of the girls was getting rid of a bunch of hats. Okay. And, and this hat was in the pile, and I, got, I picked up this hat and a few others. And I also decided to sign up and volunteer my time. Okay. So now I'm doing this pinups thing, but I haven't signed all the paperwork yet. I, I'm just getting started. I'm also in another nonprofit too, so now I'm in two nonprofits. Damn, you're busy. Yeah, I, I stay busy. It keeps me out of trouble. Yeah, I hear that. Same here. <laughs> Same here. I I stay very busy, and once I you get back to, into uh, school, I'll be even busier. So it'll be like. Hey, you want to see me? You kind of have to see me at my shows. Mm -hmm. yeah. Come to my shows, you'll never see me again. That's how I see pretty much anyone these yeah, days. Is that shows. I get so busy. Yeah. So you've got some uh, material that uh, you are planning on recording at some point, I imagine. Yeah, I really want to. I, I've got some recording. You think 2020? Uh, yes, it's going to have to be 2020. 2020. <clears throat> I was really hoping before 2020 I would do it. Mm -hmm. I would get it done. I would... Figure out a way. Get a get the harmonica player I need. Get the other horn players I need. Get the drummer I need. The piano player. The guitar. The bass. Well, I already got the bass, and then you know, and I got the other guys too. But I needed, you know, I mean, I wanted to be able to make a full CD, and with that, I felt like I, I wanted to use more musicians than just the musicians I had, because mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to make Saxicast and the bandmates all about, because. It's a bunch of bandmates. It's not just right. you know all these people. It's going to be Saxicast and all these other people. Like it's kind of like um, Mason Schwab. You know, like I'm not saying that you know um, the unscripted is amazing. First off, it's awesome. Yeah, shout out the uh, unscripted. I, they've been doing so great. Um, but uh, two three years ago. When I was talking to my bass player, we were trying to figure something out, and I told him, I was like, I just want you to be, like, my solid bass player, and then I'll bring in special guests. Yeah. Like, yeah. a special guest guitar player who's this, like, guy from maybe another state or something, and, and has this, and I sing a few songs, or, you know what I mean, or I have some originals, and I bring this guy in because I like the way my originals sound with this person, or uh, bring this drummer in because I used to perform with him, and and bring him in for a special guest with that. So I kind of want to, um, I want to be able to have the freedom to mix it up. So mm -hmm. I don't want, um, you know, I don't want to stay like just concrete, but I still, you know, have the people that I know, like, hey, I want to do these songs. Um, how does this date sound? And let's get together on these two days to practice. And, Totally. And then people do their homework, and then that's that. The biggest thing is homework. Homework. Yeah. Music homework, yeah. Yeah, you gotta 
Gotta you know, do your chains. Yeah, you you uh, you owe it to yourself to uh, you know exercise your craft as much as you can. Yeah. Um, t- speaking of which, tell me. Uh, so you said that uh, you're also an artist. Uh, you do the jewelry and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess like yeah, like what kind of art do you do? All right. So let me just readjust. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tucking the leg. There you go. So with the art, I really enjoy um, working with acrylics, um, clay, bronze clay, silver clay, mm-hmm. copper clay. Nice. Um, I, I really enjoy sculpting. Um, I, I enjoy painting a lot. I see that someone's working on a mural there on the wall, which oh, I'm yeah. enjoying. That was a uh... My uh, roommate's uh, friend drew that of her with her cat in the sun, like the. Uh, the oh wow! Okay. Of the sun. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. thought it was like. It's not a mural, but it. yeah, it's but cool. still, that could be a really cool mural. I've, I've done. I did a mural. Uh, I I did a helping hand in a mural, in seventh grade. Nice. For Wheatland Center School in uh, Wheatland, Wisconsin. Awesome. And I believe Ronald Reagan is still there because I'm the one who painted him. So hopefully somebody wow. didn't paint over him. <laughs> uh, I got that at uh, Garfield, uh, Duke Ellington. I did. Uh, I did a, a space theme for 2000s, but they painted it over. They, you know, obviously history goes on. Things change. Naturally. You know, you can't just say this is 2000. It's the future. We painted this big, huge space thing. And it's like wow. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> but it's a. But I, I think it's cool because it's the progression of change. Yeah. Um, and as uh, my art has gotten better, I've changed. Um, I'm starting to do a lot more art. Um, uh, I like taking requests from people. Um, mm. I I work on, I work on certain art stuff for um, for friends. I drew a really cool one of Joe Polizzi nice. at the Circle A and yeah. of Twyla Jean at the Circle A and they were both, uh, one was a 30 minute, one was a 15 minute. Joe was cool. the 15 minute drawing. And I displayed them both at my art showing yesterday. Oh, awesome. I had an art table yesterday. Oh, very nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, an art well, table. Well. Um, I didn't sell anything, but everybody liked it. That's good. Yeah. Well, that's you know, that's how it starts. You know, yeah, you can't for sure. you can't think I'm just gonna make a bunch of money once I walk in there because you know you can't go expecting the world, and if you go in it and it, it expect it, then then you're just gonna be letting yourself down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did a cup. I, I did a painting yesterday. Um, I'm still trying to locate a bunch of my art from my move. Um, and then from having my roommate move in, moving an art room into my room, because it was two bedrooms and now it's one. So, you know, that's a, that was the hard part, because all your art moves into one place and then you're like, where's all my shit? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> where's all my shit? I can't find shit. Yeah. So I had two days to get ready for this art table for Anson Obvious and the uncomfortable moments I played. Oh, shout out, to, for him. shout out to Burr Birch House. Yeah. Yeah. Anson. He, he's very supportive of me. I appreciate him. I, oh, yeah. Much love to Anson. Yeah. Good dude. Anson, that was... I played with Anson two nights in a row. Saturday was the Up and Under, and Sunday was at yeah. the uh, the Union. 
the it's like the Union House. It's okay. a it's right down in Kenosha off of uh, 46th and 8th Avenue. Okay. Down nice. there, it was a it was a good time. They live fed that. Oh, dope. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I got to set up an art table and stuff. Had all my art stuff out and my jewelry. Um, a lot of my jewelry is also uh, either missing or sold. Mm -hmm. um, you know, ex problems. Yeah, um, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know that 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 kind of stuff. For sure. You know, yeah. like when when you gotta grab something and you gotta go and you're leaving and yeah, sometimes it's better not to cross that bridge and be like, I just I want my handmade stuff back. Um, it's just kind of better just to remake it all. Yeah. <laughs> it just it happens, you, yeah. you know. You. I'm gonna have to remake a lot of stuff. Um, and that's a shitty reality to be faced with. But oh yeah, but then it's still it's still starting over into a new chapter into a new experiences with better people. Good. Yeah. Trying to uh, surround yourself with with better people after stuff like that is is best. Totally. Because. Yeah. Hey, snaps, snaps that. Yeah, um, snappity snaps. I've seen your your posts about about such. Um, yeah, I'm glad that. Uh, yeah, I ended up putting that into uh, close friends into a, a private setting after I posted that to all my friends. Since I got three thousand of them, you know, I I didn't want everybody to know I had been you know traumatized by somebody. And then I had a bunch of other trauma in my life. I didn't want everyone to see all the wounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of my originals have the, those wounds mm -hmm. in there, yeah. exposed. But it's okay. It seems like it's been helping me dig that out this year. Yeah. Been digging it out with some industrial-sized fucking shovel or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm taking a backhoe to the dirt in my life and clawing it out well, digging think, down to the pit I think that you're doing that in a very uh, positive way which is um, you know you have various creative outlets and yeah it, yeah it is really really difficult it's tumultuous and uh, you know it's it's yeah, not an overnight going. fix but I'm proud of you for doing so yeah because that takes a lot of courage and bravery Been through a lot of shit the last couple of years I tell you Ooh. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Um, Walking with a cane, you bet. All the surgeries. Ooh. It was. It's been a. It's been tough, but I've made it through all that. Good. Dodge death, all that good stuff, and and I'm here. I'm glad you're and still here. And I have this second chance. I'm not gonna wreck it. Okay. I'm glad you're still yeah. here. Yeah. Me too. Me too. You know. Sometimes doctors mess up surgeries, and that's what happens. Damn. And they messed up, and there's nothing I can do about it. But I got Damn. better, and they fixed their mistakes, and three surgeries later, I'm better, a lot better. It's yeah. terrifying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to freak people out in the hospitals, you know, so I'm not going to mention who done it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all like, what? Yeah. We can't tell us who did that. No, I'm not going to tell people who did it unless they really, really want to know them. That means you're going to have to find me. Yeah, <laughs> you heard her. But yeah, I just, I, I've been through a lot. Um, a lot of trials and tribulations. Um, I relate a lot with uh, people that have been through a lot 
of different situations and uh, unforeseeable uh, circumstances and stuff that happens to people that you just you can't you can't foresee it you know and it's like I've been through similar things and I feel like uh, you know when I see people go through stuff like that I um, I, I tend to reach out more you reached out to me when I was having a lot of anxiety not too mm -hmm. long ago, and I really did appreciate that. Yeah. I did, uh, a couple days later, I, I, I cooled down. Well, you know what, that's, uh, anxiety is really hard to deal with sometimes. Um, oh, yeah, I'm going to school to be a recreational therapist. Oh, nice. So. There you go. Yep, and I've been learning so much just about everything through everything I've been through. Um, with how much uh, art and music uh, helps in my life, I want it to help another's life because that's what recreational therapy is. It's like art and music therapy, you're focusing on, mm -hmm. on behavioral and cognitive, uh, you know, changes, mm -hmm. different uh, habit forming uh, results, studies. You know, a lot of people don't realize how uh, much music and art is therapeutic to some. Very. And it's uh, and each person has their own taste. You can't force them in to listen to jazz and say, "Listen to this; it'll make you feel better." Because the person that hates jazz is going to be like, "What the fuck are you doing to me? Like, why do I have to sit through this? This is like torture." Mm -hmm. So each person is different, and I feel that. Um, I'm, I'm focusing a lot on uh, seniors and adults with special needs because um, I want them to know that um, that they're not alone and maybe play them something that they haven't heard in a long time, do activities with them, keep their brains keep keep their brains functioning, keep them going. You know, something that they can look forward to every day. You know, yeah, it's the end of their life, but maybe this person helped build lives that have changed the country. Who knows? Right. Who knows what these people have done for the community? You know, I feel like sometimes the seniors are uh, are are forgotten and left in a wasteland. Well, it's beautiful that you are, uh, you know, help trying to help, you know, feel, help <coughs> folks that are older, um, you know, still feel alive with, uh, you know, using artistic means, creative means mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, express themselves because everyone needs that. Yeah, it's different receptors in the brain. It's all sorts of different receptors in the brain that sometimes the, you know, disease doesn't touch that yet. You know, with Alzheimer's, it's kind of like it just eats your brain like mm -hmm. the Pac-Man eating the ghosts. Yeah. My uh, grandma passed of Alzheimer's. Yeah. And it is a uh, really sad mm -hmm. progression. It's, yeah, it's really fucking hard. Oh, yeah. That stuff's tough. That stuff is tough. Alzheimer's, dementia, MS, they're all playing in the same sandbox together with cancer. Yeah, pretty much. I'm glad that you're doing the work you do, and I'm yeah. excited to hear what 2020 brings sexy cats. Yeah, me too. You know, volunteering in nonprofits and stuff. There you go. Getting instruments to kids. 
That's big. <laughs> that's important. Made a big vote on Wednesday about an instrument. So arts really programs exciting. in our uh, in our public yeah. schools. Yeah, very, we've very got important. a lot of instruments. We need to get to some schools. Seriously, yeah. schools. Hey, vote for Hi. public. Vote save <laughs> save we our. We have a bunch schools. of instruments we want to give people: trombones and French horn and flutes and. The saxophone's going to be going to a lucky child, which I'm not going to name his name because he still doesn't know he's getting it yet. Kind of giving it away a little early, but, uh, you know, I don't want to affect the raw emotion that this child will get. Uh, finding out that he's going to have a saxophone of his own, we're going to be donating a saxophone to him and getting him a $200 gift certificate from Brass Bell. Brass Bell has been helping us out. Uh, getting the instruments fixed, and they've been uh, they've been really friendly with us. I've been a good customer of theirs for a while. A lot of us have that are in the org. Um, they've been always there for the music community. So <clears throat> I'm excited. I got got to pick up some instruments there. Yeah, soon. Sounds like the it. food's done. <laughs> yeah. I know I probably should have picked them up today, but you know I I got I got real busy today. Um, there you go. Better? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, sexy Cass, um, thank you for sitting down with me, drinking some hams with me. Yes. Talking about uh, your music, mm -hmm. about your art, about the nonprofits you work with. Um, you know, just music as a, as a means to, uh, you know, feel alive in this yeah. world. Because God... Music is so much fun. God knows that... So is art, yeah. God knows that we have... Uh, a lot of detractors in our life that uh, make us feel like we're alone. So exactly, I'm glad. And music that is the savior, and so is really the, the so is art. You know, yeah. art is definitely not a forgotten thing that's uh, supposed to be surrounding us. So, uh, Cass, tell me what keeps you up at night. You really want to know what keeps me up at night? I do. What keeps you up at night? Um, what I'm going to be playing music with. Uh, the next uh, the next show, I think about uh, the bracelets and necklaces and jewelry I'm going to be making. Um, you, you know, just uh, sometimes I, I think about my family. I think about how they're doing. Or uh, there's a lot of things to keep me up at night. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of it's music and art, and uh, getting my degree. There you go. Getting your degree, doing a very 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 uh, commendable work, recreational therapy. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna help some people out. Fuck all, yeah, you will. Ad adults and, and seniors. That doesn't mean that every adult I help is gonna be you know, you know, over the hill. I want to help a lot of people. Totally beautiful. That's that's what I do. What puts you to sleep though? Um. What puts me to sleep is listening to smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. I like listening to smooth jazz, and I have a large amethyst next to my bed, and I just kind of relax. I breathe in. I take a couple breaths, probably for about 10 seconds, and I try and drift to sleep without thinking about the things we just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Well, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. I had a lovely time sitting down. Uh, yeah, that was you. fun. Yeah. Saxy Cass, uh, stay tuned. 2020 and uh yeah it'll be a good time it sure will <laughs> thank you for watching <laughs> mr nice guy 
We'll see you next time.